What's up, cool save chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. All right, girls. How y'all doing? I'm good. How are y'all? Good. Good. This podcast is a little different for us because we're not right? <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. Um, we have an interesting topic today that I am excited to get yeah. into. Um, we have a, uh, first of all, we got a text group that we always talking on, but we also have a group in our Instagram DMs where we are always sending stuff that we see on IG because people be wilding. And uh, this past week, I saw something on a page that I follow, Black Marriage Movement, and it was a picture of a woman on her knees proposing to a man. And it was actually a guy who tweeted it, and he said, can we normalize this? Um, but then also, I just remembered, that was actually the second thing I sent y'all. The first thing I sent y'all was a whole video. Yeah, it was a video. Of a girl at a restaurant, at a restaurant. This was recent because they had masks on in the background. At a restaurant, proposing to a dude. And this man, oh my God. And she got down on one knee, uh, let's I'm be not, clear. Like, she, it was a real yeah. proposal. It was a real proposal. Yeah. Like a full blown. She got down. And I was the girl in the back. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, got down on one knee. Did the whole thing, and he was like, "Are you for real?" And he, I, I, his response was more like the female, like, "Oh my god!" I was looking, and I was like, "I mean, dude had hand over mouth, like, oh my gosh, like, I mean, everything." I was like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, it was a little different. It was a little different. So we're gonna talk about it because we all have our opinions on the matter. So let's get into it. Okay, I guess I'll start because I can never, you know. Um, <laughs> I would never. And I know people say never say never, but, you know, I'm just, uh, I just fully believe that that is not what I am. And in addition to that, um, you guys don't know, and I was kind of saving it for the podcast, but I actually have an aunt that proposed to my uncle. And what? they've been, to, yeah, they've been mm-hmm. married. I'm 30. They got married. Um, I was born in May. They got married in August. So they've been together for 30 years. And trust me, when I tell mm-hmm. you, I personally have heard my uncle pull that card so many times, you asked me to marry you. And let me tell you, mm. exactly, exactly. I'm going to leave that there because that's family. However, I can never, <laughs> like, I can never. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. To say the least. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay. So, has, I know that's family. But has she ever explained, you know, why, what made yeah. her do it? Versus you know, him? I think she said um, she said she was serious when he asked. I guess I think the story is that she asked more than one time. I think what? she asked. Mm-hmm. I think she asked once. I'm gonna have to ask my mom for clarification. But mom, if you're listening, let me know. But um, I think she asked once, and he thought she was joking. And I guess they, you know, they were young. They had been drinking or whatever. And then she asked again. <laughs> And he was like, wait, are you serious? You know? And she was like, yeah, you know, why not? Type she, of have thing. A whole, she have a whole ring? or was No, it like- no, no. She didn't have a ring. It was a conversation. So it wasn't like, you know, like this where she got down on Winnie, but there was did get married. And it was because she asked because he's never asked her 
to marry him. And how old were they? They were, I want to say, in their late 20s, early 30s. See, no, because I just... Okay, so this is how I feel. I feel like if, as a woman, you have to ask, then there is some sort of ambiguity on the other end of the man not being in a space where he's ready to marry you. I'd agree. Mm. So I feel like, I don't know. I'm, I mean, and, and I could be wrong. There's some people out there who are like, you know what? We shouldn't have general roles. Men should be able to be asked to be married. But it's just kind of like, I, I, I just don't agree with that. Mm. I feel like if there's ambigu- ambiguity, then why would the man say yes? I guess that's too long. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I, I oftentimes do question why men are so hesitant to propose mm-hmm. um to a female. Like what's the hang up? Because I have like a lot of male friends and of course if you know they're talking about their significant other and I'm like, okay, well y'all been dating for a while. When are you gonna ah oh, chill, Lauren? Don't, don't chill, chill, chill. And what is a why? 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 Like why is that Cause you don't want her to go anywhere. <laughs> like that's the crazy thing. The crazy thing is you want her in your life. You love her there. So what's, I mean, what's the hang up on making it legal? Right. Yeah. What do you think is a while though, Lauren? What do you mean? Like when you say you've been dating for a while, like what do you mean when you say a while? Like what determines dating for a while? I mean, I think to each his own. I've seen people get engaged after a year. I've seen people get engaged after two years. So I don't think I have a right to say, you know, when I think is an appropriate time for anyone to get proposed. I've heard people say in the past, you know, if once you know, you know. Um, and I, I, I haven't, of course, I have never been engaged or um, never been married, but I have experienced, you know, instances where I've been involved with a guy and I didn't, I knew that he wasn't it. So I, <laughs> I could totally, you know, understand that a person saying, okay, I, this guy is it. Like this guy does it for me. Um, and so I think if that's something that you're feeling and um, both of y'all feeling that, then sure, absolutely. Um, and, and God is in the midst of it and God is giving you the okay. Then I think, yes, yeah, totally fine for you all to get, married and engaged or you know however however you all feel you should do it yeah mm-hmm. i have a question uh-huh. so have you guys ever heard the term about like women being wives before they are like physically married to a man well yeah being why like how when you think about um and i hope i can explain this correctly um, don't give a boyfriend wife privileges like no that. essentially oh. saying like whenever you when a woman becomes a wife she has already had those traits for you know it wasn't like she just became a wife when the ring got on her finger essentially saying i that, know what you mean denise i definitely understand what you mean yeah i think that it's weird because i remember studying something like that like a couple years back and talking about how like as a woman you know the the word says if we're gonna go there or whatever um, that he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and that a wife is a wife before you find her. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you find her, she's already in a space where God has deemed her a wife based on 
her either her relationship with God or, you know, based on the way that she's carrying herself in alignment with God's plan or whatever. And then for men, I always felt like for a lot of men, they don't become husbands until us as women marry them and make them a husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I and I think it it comes from this perception that women are trained a lot of them from childhood about like you know mm-hmm. you're you're a female you know you should do this you should cook and you should be like this and you should be able to nurture and you should and there's all of these things that are ingrained in women we have conferences we have uh communities about becoming wives mm-hmm. and you're put in this space where you're already being constantly prepared. And I think for men, especially Christian men, there isn't the same amount of tenacity behind training a man to become a husband. Agreed. And so I think for women, there is more pressure put in a relationship towards making the next step, which would be marriage. Whereas for men, marriage can seem as an end to a phase of their lives. And it's almost like they have to step up and mature and become something that they haven't been being primed to become. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Mm -hmm. touches on like other issues, right? Because I'm going to say, of course, we're not talking about all men because I've seen a lot of guys who have been raised around fathers or have been raised. All right. Now we're going there, huh? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, I've seen men who have been, that's been their environment, they don't have an issue with saying, hey, I'm ready to commit myself to one woman to make her my wife. It -hmm. is the man that has had broken upbringings for me, in my experience, that has struggled with that um, commitment to say, hey, I'm dedicating myself to one person for the rest of my life. And I think, too, and Mm -hmm. I can speak on men that I've seen in my life, men who have had fathers in their lives or father figures in their lives, you do see a product of husband material. Um, Mm -hmm. They very much so, some of them very much so treat you with respect, know what to do, know that chivalry is not dead. And so I think for me, sometimes it is a testament of broken relationships within our society while people are struggling to commit themselves to one person. Mm. I mean, Mm. that's, I mean, personally, that's how I feel. I think in the same realm, of course, we do have a lot of women. And I mean, when I say women, like mothers that have groomed their daughters to being a wife material or being wifely material. But you also have women that have struggled from heartbreak and they've groomed their daughters Mm. to experience heartbreak or know how to, or, or condition their daughters to think that men are trifling. I've heard that quote, you know? So I think, I think mm-hmm. usually when you're hearing or the, the conversations or the interactions between people and you're starting to, um, I don't know, it's like either one or the other, you're starting to hear that either. Yes. I'm, I'm, I've conditioned, I'm conditioned to knowing that this is a type of character that I'm supposed to possess when I'm in a relationship or you hear the opposite I think usually it is a testament of what their foundation was even as a young child yeah I can definitely agree with that I think that 
in my experience, men that come from healthy or from from a, a household where they've seen healthy marriage, um, it's something that they desire because they've seen it and it's contributed to their lives. Whereas with some men who may not have been able to see it, to them, it's foreign. So I think it's just like anything else in your life when it's like you don't have a positive connotation with it. It's not something that you run towards like, oh, yeah, let me go do this because it's almost like it's it's foreign to you. No, go ahead. I'm not trying to shift the topic, but it'll, I just want to share something. But you can go because I don't want to change it. Okay. okay. Well, I was thinking, um, like, I definitely agree with um, both you guys said, but I was also thinking that there are some exceptions to yeah. the rule. Um, and I feel like it is also, you you make a decision. Like, I feel like with everybody, you, ma- you make a decision because I've met men who have come from, you know, let's say single parent households or their parents got a divorce at a young age and whatnot. And they're like, okay, I made a decision that, hey, I don't want to go, go, go down that route. Yeah, I don't want to go down that route. I'm going to go this way versus, you know, then there are some other men who, like y'all said, came from a broken home that is kind of like, mm, I don't know. So I feel like in everything, there is a, a decision that you have to make. And a lot of men, they because they, they decide what they want to do. Because even when it comes to, honestly, proposing, like, there's a decision. Like, what made you, like, if if you're with this woman, and if you guys have been together for a while, like, what is, what is, like, you have to make a decision in your life, okay, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm expecting or thinking that there are also conversations that you're having with your partner, like, hey, what's next in our relationship? So it, my question, I guess, in this instance is what leads the woman to decide, oh, I'm going to propose? I'm like, are y'all not having conversations? Or, or you know, it, it's just weird to me. I think conversations are being had. I just think it's probably like a a thing of, I don't know. I don't know if I would call it anticipation, like you're anticipating for him to just go ahead and do it or you're wanting him to do it within your timing and he's not doing it. So you're getting frustrated. I mean, it could be a a plethora of emotions that are, you know, I don't want to say entangling, but like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that has a woman to say, I want to get on. I'm just going to do it myself because he's taking too long, you know? But but even with that, I'm like, okay, if you feel like he's taking too long, I guess I'm the type of person where I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna propose to you, but I am gonna ask you, right. what are we doing? You know, what's next? Like, what here's the thing. That whole statement for me, like, any time in a relationship where you have to ask, what are we doing? Something ain't being done correctly. Exactly. And it's just like, it's almost like the what are we question when you're in a gray area and you're supposed to be in a relationship. I think that, first of all, it takes a very bold woman to get down on one knee and propose to a man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really feel like we got to have sis on the show to ask because I just can't even conceptualize. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I wanted to, any any listeners out there, any followers, if you propose, we want to talk. Yeah, and not from a judgy standpoint, but just from a standpoint 
No, definitely. Yeah, of understanding like the mindset. And it could be, you know, from a space of, you know, they talked about it and they decided that they were going to get married, but, you know, he wasn't in a space where he could purchase a ring. And so she stepped up and said, you know what? You don't even have to purchase a ring. I'll propose. Or, but don't, that does not mean you need to get down on your knee. Yeah. Absolutely. And I have a question, too, because I know, like, you guys made a really good point <laughs> in, speaking in terms of backgrounds and households and how that plays such a huge role and obviously how we view um, marriage and how we build our lives. I am just wondering, or I question, like, I know for me, my mother nor my father, and not to say that they have, you know, like, I can't think on my own, but they would not be pleased or okay with me getting down on any, you know, proposing to a man. And this is coming from two parents who, you know, were never married, married separately after their relationship. So this isn't coming from, you know, I come from a broken home, but my parents did marry. So it's like, neither one of my parents would be okay. How do you guys feel that your parents would feel about you guys proposing to a man? Yeah, they will break that knee. My daddy, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it will be a problem and a situation. Right. It makes that knee will question. be broken. <laughs> it makes me question too, like, you know, or not question, but I do I do have questions um, of what their relationship is like. Because if, if this is, I'm not going to say if this is okay or if this is fine with them, then I'm sure that there are other things that are unorthodox that may be okay with them. Like, I just, you know, like, I do wonder mm-hmm. um, what those conversations were like. That's honestly a I do know I, I know I was gonna say I do know that some parents be like, hey, it's your life. True. So it's like they take their they, they take themselves completely out of the equation. But the way my, my household set up and the way my parents set up, they you know well before I was married, like they they had all all types of things to say about certain things. So, yeah. you know, now that I'm married my mom is like, and my parents, well, one, I don't share a whole lot with them anyway, because I'm like, it ain't none of your business. But, um, you know, but I don't know. It's just before they, they, they are very opinionated people. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. I know my parents are very traditional people, too. Um, even when I was younger and I used to hate it. Oh, God, I used to hate it. But my parents used to say before a guy even could take me out on a date, they had to ask him them for permission. I'm like, what? Same girl. We had to go out on a date because look. Right, you had to ask them for permission. So I know if you're trying to marry me, ain't no way in the world we're gonna get married without you asking for my especially my father's. Yeah, no, you're gonna have to ask for my father's blessing. And I wouldn't marry you. Yeah. I knew that you had my father's blessing for us to get married because they are very important in my life. And so there is no way Mm -hmm. in the world that I think. I can only speak for myself and the dynamics of me and my family. There is no way in the world that I would do or be of disservice to my father who has raised me and done an exceptional job and not give him the right to have or the right to say, hey, I give you the blessing to take my daughter. Because yeah. until mm-hmm. a man asks me to marry marry them, I am still... Uh, I still Under the protection, yeah. Right. Yes. I still belong to my parents, yep. and so that's the whole reason of saying or asking, "Hey, I would like your blessing to marry your daughter," because now you are literally you're acting as a man and going up to the person who has literally raised me and made me who I am for you to even fall in love with me, um, and asking them for permission to say, "Hey, I would love to have your daughter's hand in marriage." So there is no way in the world that I would take that right away from my father. I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't do it. Mm. 
Yeah. But I think too, it touches on mm-hmm. a lot. Um, like when I was seeing it, it de- I think for sure it, it kind of, and I could be wrong, but I think it gave me insight about gender roles within their relationship. Mm-hmm. That's because what I was thinking towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because for me, I, I would think that I can, like I said, I can only speak for myself. If I am in a relationship, I definitely want a man to be the man in the relationship. And the Bible is very clear about, you know, what the role should be in a marriage with a family, etc. And so I feel like by you even deciding that, hey, um, I'm going to take it upon myself to go ahead and ask you for marriage. It just gave me, for me, I think it gave me more insight about, okay, well, y'all dynamics and y'all relationship is just a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's a lot. It's it's different. And I, I I remember this topic coming up years ago, and then it went on to hush mm-hmm. hush, and I wasn't really seeing a lot of women doing that. I mean, <laughs> well, one one perfect example, Lauren, you had mentioned it in our chat. You was like, um with Chrissy and Jim Jones and you know it became very popular through that reality show and then we started seeing it pop up a little bit on social media and then I ain't seen nobody propose no man no woman proposed to a man in a while and then this video pops up out of nowhere in 2020 and I I'm I guess it's like okay well you know might as well but um one great point that Lauren had was you know is, is the wondering if some of these people actually make it down the aisle because, you know, Chrissy and Jim Jones, they're still not married. Um, they're still together. Of Did course, he say yes to her? I can't remember. Ma- he said, I got you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I never heard that. Wow. I said, wow. I said, what? And then she even said, on like, you know how they do their private interviews? Uh-huh. She was like, he was like, I got you. I don't really know what that means, but <laughs> I guess we, you know, I guess. I'm like, sis, what? Wow. No. See, you know, and it's, that breaks my heart. <laughs> I don't even want to change the subject. Wow. Okay. No, no, no. You good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Only because ahead. I feel like then I feel like you settled. You know what I mean? Because if you ask this man to marry you, your heart was set for marriage. You intended to be married. Some part or aspect of you desire to be a wife. So, you know, I don't know if it was the fact that he said, you know, I got you instead of yes or whatever, you know, happened within your relationship to where you guys are still not married, maybe a decade later, but you're still with this man. That's settling. Like, I just, you know, that makes me sad for her. And I know she speaks on it and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is our relationship. But boo boo, if you, you would have not proposed on national television if you did not have a desire to so it's just, it really makes yeah. me think. Yeah. yeah, it makes me think about what Denise said about, you know, her family situation where now every time something, you know, may or may not happen, it's brought up that, man, well, you asked me to marry you. I didn't even ask you to marry me. Yeah, and like, it is used in like a jab. And you that's know, disrespectful, like, I think, yeah. to say, though. Yeah. I personally yeah. feel that way yeah. because I feel like you didn't want to marry her. You should have said no. Yeah. 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 And I think one thing I thought about with, you know, some women who, you know, do the proposing is like, I guess I just want to say marriage isn't the end all be all, you know, like, you know, I know marriage is a desire for a lot of people. And it is, you know, it's the whole union of a family and whatnot. But I'm like, if you got to do all that, I don't know, it's like, I would kind of 
reevaluate my the way I look at marriage or why I'm I'm even wanting to get married. Am I wanting to get married just to get married, to say I'm married? Or, you know, like, I just think about all that. Like, I'm thinking about the the the, the mental state, not in a bad way, not saying that these women are crazy or they whatever, but, you know, just using that word, the mental state of or the thought process of a lot of women when it comes to marriage. Like, is that your goal in life that I have to get married? So... I got, if I got to propose, I got to propose. I can understand a woman saying though, like, okay, where's marriage? I mean, it's time for us to get married. If you done been with a man for a number of years, or you've dedicated a lot of time with this guy and it's like marriage, I think, I I don't know if I'm saying this correct, but it's like a product of your labor (laughs) in in a way, because I'm like, you have literally, you've dedicated your time, you've dedicated your effort, your emotions and everything to this one man. And I understand you're saying like it is not the end all of be all, but it is, I feel like for a lot of people, it is a goal within your relationship. And I don't think it's something Mm -hmm. you should ignore. You know, I'm like, especially if you've been with someone and your intention is to get Mm -hmm. married, you know, if I'm Oh, definitely. Like, you know, yeah, definitely. I, I agree with the, cause like I've heard of people who've been together for 20 years and have never been married. And, you know, they look at marriage as just a piece of paper. And I'm like, it actually isn't, you know, yeah, it's, it's a covenant. two coming together. Yes, yeah, a covenant. We got two coming together. Covenant we got in it. Yes. Exactly. You know, two t- coming together as one. We like we're one. Like me and my husband are one. So like people look at it as just the legal aspect of it. And I, I'm, I'm guessing that those people don't have the spiritual understanding of it, um, because a lot of people that I, who I've heard say that they're not necessarily Christians or, you know, they don't believe in certain things in that aspect. So I think it's just, I don't know. I'm I mean, like, if you got to go through all that, I would rather yeah. be single. I was going to say, Ayanna, you touched on another thing, too, though, that I think is is something that's at play as well, which is there are some people who are not spiritual and who don't understand it. But I think there are some men who take forever to propose because they understand just how serious marriage is. And I yeah. think that mm-hmm. there are some men who are like, OK, if I'm in a relationship, I can play games like. But mm-hmm. if I marry you, like I'm held to a covenant binding by God. And so it puts yeah. a certain level of accountability on both parties, on men and women, when mm-hmm. you do a marriage. Mm-hmm. But I think for some men, they're like, you know what? I'm not ready for that level of accountability yet. And, you know, I would rather stay where I am right now and not have to really um, commit to being what it means to be a husband. Mm-hmm. You know, that I think that touches on a deeper issue then, because it's like, <laughs> no, seriously, it does. No, you're right. You're not wrong. Because it, I, I honestly think of a song that Jasmine Sullivan had um, put out, and her lyrics were, uh, boys have toys too. Um, you know they do. They call them stupid girls. Um, and so mm-hmm. I think for me, a lot of times, to your point, Sade, I think a lot of times boys will use, and I use that word boys intentionally, boys will use women as sort of like a toy 
to to what you're saying. They'll play with it. They'll get what they can get it. They'll get, you know, whatever immediate satisfaction they can get from it. And then they'll let it go. And I think it is Hmm. up to women to understand that we are no one's toy. We are nothing to be played Mm with. Um, And it's being comfortable in the position of where you are and understanding that, you know, God is going to bring what it is that your heart desires, but don't allow for yourself to be diminished to just being a toy, Mm -hmm. you know, to just being something that someone can just tamper with, mess up with. Now you emotionally screwed up. And it's like, you didn't even have to um, go through all that. Yeah. Go through all of that. I have a question and this is going to be my last question. So how do we answer or how do we (laughs) discuss and dive into, you know, we're saying, you know, gender roles and gender equality, you know, we are equal, we are one. How do we answer that with now that men should still propose and not women? Like what, what's the balance of where, where is that coming from? If we're saying that, you know, we're equal, you know, we have roles and we, as you know, a couple can decide what our relationship Mm -hmm. looks like. It doesn't have to be so traditional. How do we speak to, okay, you know what? I'm not proposing. It's the man's job to propose. See, this is the thing for me about this gender equality. Uh, uh, oh, Lord. The, the, no, no, no. no I, y'all know how <laughs> y'all know how I feel about gender equality. I'm all for it. However, I have an issue when women like, okay, so in those comments on those two posts that mm-hmm. I sent y'all, a lot of men use gender equality as an excuse. Mm. They were like, oh, well, it's gender equality. Y'all wanted gender equality, so let's get it. You know? And I was like, no, gender, e- that's not, to me, that's not gender equality. Gender equality is respecting a woman for who she is. Gender equality is, is let's talk about the wage gap between men and women. That's gender equality. Let's talk about uh, stop over-sexualizing women based on what they wear and what they do and, oh, well, she asked for it and blah, blah, blah. That's gender equality if y'all want to argue about gender equality. Those are the things. Let's talk about men who sit at the house all day not doing nothing and these women got all these kids and you can't even take care, you're not even helping take care of your own oh. children. They don't, they, that's gender okay, equality. Come through. So, so I don't, so so my thing is, if y'all want to throw the gender equality thing when it comes to proposing, let's discuss the other things first. Then we can get to that. When y'all deserve to be proposed to, then we'll have that discussion. I mean, (laughs) how you want to say they don't deserve to be proposed to? (laughs) Yeah, she was... Yeah, I mean, I think to each his own. I think if if y'all have a conversation and y'all decide that whoever proposes first proposes first, then that's you. I think that um, based on like Lauren was saying, from what I understand of the word, that is he that findeth the wife findeth the good thing. Does that mean that a woman shouldn't put her standards up front? No, you definitely should make your standards. If you feel like after a certain period of time, if a man don't know if you're it that you're moving on, then put that out there. That should be made known. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. But I think that if it's not a mutual thing, where it's like, hey, 
Next year, we want to get married. Whoever proposes first this year proposes first. If that's not the type of vibe that you're on, if you're on a vibe where it's like, man, he hasn't proposed and I'm going to propose, then that's, that's different. I think if it's something where both of you have an understanding and you move about it that way, then that's cool. But if it's something where you're trying to push forward an agenda that's only really rooted on one person's side and the other person just like, man, whatever. If you propose, then I'll say, yeah, because I mean, we've been together and I don't want to shut you down or lose you. You know, that's mm. something different. So, I mean, I think that's where I'm at with it. I think it, there are a lot of variables, but at the end of the day, it's all about what the communication is in the relationship. And I think don't be afraid to move on. If it's a thing of something's not working out the way that you want it to be and you say okay if this doesn't work out i'm gonna move on then move on yeah i mean but you really have to do that though because that's what i'm saying to move on yep if you're saying you're gonna do it then do it i've seen a lot of times where women have whoa i've seen a lot of times where women have said that they are they're moving on to something and they don't. And then I've seen a lot of times where women have moved on and the men be like, oh, hold up. She just left. Like, that's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Let me get myself together because I know that I can't let that go. Mm-hmm. Like, that was special. So I feel like sometimes it's okay to leave. <laughs> and if I'm I'm a true believer that if it's meant for you all to be together, you will be together. Mm-hmm. Period. This was fire. I'm just saying. I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I guess the scripture for today would be Proverbs 18 and 22, which says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just in a space of believing that it's the man that takes the initiative, that when you look in the word and it talks about the bridegroom and it talks about Christ being the head of the church and that husbands love your wives as as Christ so love the church. And when you look at Christ, he gave his life for the church. And so there is through the word kind of like a foreshadowing of a husband is the one who makes the sacrifice to start the family, Mm -hmm. initiate that process. And so, I mean, for most women, for Christian women, I believe that that's what we're leaning on, that we're trusting and believing in God but also believing that a man would be in alignment with God to initiate the family the way that the word foreshadows that he would. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could see me. I know we're not together, but I'm over here. Period. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, there's, there's one more thing that I, I want to mention. Um, and I was, I was conscious of whether or not, I was unsure whether or not I wanted to say this or not. But I feel like the enemy is very crafty in trying to rename something that God has already ordained for what it is. And um, Ayana, when you mentioned earlier where you were saying people were saying that marriage is just paperwork, I think that is a tactic from the enemy to rename something that God had already ordained on the earth to be what it is. I would encourage whoever's listening to this podcast to take heed of that. And understand that when God says something is what it is, that automatically makes it what it is. Mm-hmm. It makes me, it brings me back to the point when God says, but who do you say that I am? Mm-hmm. And then he, then, you know, they list that, you know, sorry, the disciple listed who God was. And he was like, you know, 
blessings to you because you know you're saying these things about me and um and you've seen these things about me and i think the same thing goes with marriage it's like but what do you say marriage is mm -hmm. what have you seen that marriage is mm -hmm. marriage i've never a marriage that to me has blessed my heart or that has been inspiring to me it has never just been a piece of paperwork yeah and so i think for me it is you have to constantly remind yourself of what it is that God has already ordained for something to be and stay in that place and don't allow for the enemy to taint it or make you condition your mind to thinking that it is something that it is not. So that's something I want to leave with. Uh, you right, Lord. <laughs> Listen, you better preach. So, okay. Um, well, ladies, this was, this was quite the podcast and I knew it was going to be. Um, before we go, we want to acknowledge our woman currently winning for this week. She is one of our listeners. Um, she is, she actually goes to the same church as us. She's an amazing businesswoman. Um, it's a lot. Like she's a mom, she's a wife. Uh, so we want to shout out Miss Amanda Fenner. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can you can find her on Instagram. It's poor dough underscore chocolates. Am I saying yeah. it right? Okay. Yeah, poor, so. poor dough underscore chocolates. Um, Y'all check her out. Charday is always uh, <laughs> busting down them, the them chocolate covers. Right. If y'all follow her, all of that. stay in her stories. <laughs> they stay in her stories. I know for me personally, I'm on a, a, a little journey right now, so I can't have no desserts, but um. Y'all check her out. She is, uh, if you're in Atlanta, especially check her out. Amanda, we love you. Thank you so much for supporting us, for listening, um, all of that. So you are our woman currently winning for this week. Yes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies. So again, thank you guys for uh, I know we're not together. I do miss y'all. We'll probably see y'all next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, you, this was a good one. <laughs> this was really good. Right. I cannot wait to hear the <laughs> I stories. Know. I can't wait for y'all to talk to us and these comments about this yeah. episode. And I, I'll tell y'all right now, I am definitely going to, even in my personal Instagram, I'm going to ask like, if there is a woman who proposed I want, I would, no judgment or anything like that. We just want to have a conversation because I feel like this deserves a part two with someone who has experienced that or who has had that walk and their thoughts and all of that. Uh, so we can hear a different perspective. So I'm excited. I would love to do a part two, just getting that other side and that other response. So um, I think that's all we got. If uh, y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, or anything like that, please be sure to email us at savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. Y'all can hit us up in our DMs um, at savegirlsecrets on all social media platforms. Make sure to, um, of course, subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe to Cool Save Chicks TV on YouTube. Um, also, follow us on Facebook. We're going to do, be doing some amazing things. Uh, Y'all asked about these after shows. It's coming very, very, very soon. So... I think that's all I got, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. All right. All right, Love guys. Love y'all. Love and peace.